The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Welcome to Prognosis. I'm Laura Carlson. It's day 212 since coronavirus was declared a global pandemic. Today's main story. While scientists have known for a while that obesity is a risk factor for COVID-19, the CDC put out guidance this week suggesting even more people should worry. It turns out that just being overweight could be enough to make you vulnerable to severe COVID complications. But first, here's what happened in virus news today. Today brought more mixed messages about the status of a coronavirus relief bill in Washington. After shutting down talks earlier this week, President Donald Trump approved a revised economic stimulus offer. That's according to his top economic advisor, Larry Kudlow. But it is unlikely Congress will agree to it. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said the differences are probably too big and the time is too short for Congress to agree on a new comprehensive stimulus package before the election, despite President Donald Trump's renewed interest in striking a deal. The rate of coronavirus infection in England almost doubled in a week. It's adding to concerns that a fresh surge of the pandemic is spreading throughout the country. One in every 240 people is infected. That's up from one in 470 a week earlier, according to the Office for National Statistics. The figures come as the UK government prepares to announce new restrictions for the worst-hit parts of the country, potentially including the closing of restaurants and bars. Finally, the Spanish government declared a state of emergency for the Madrid region, as Europe's leaders step up efforts to contain an unrelenting surge in coronavirus cases across the continent. Prime Minister Pedro Sanchez's government made the decision at a special cabinet meeting on Friday. The premier is struggling to impose his authority on regional officials who have resisted restrictions on movement. Declaring a state of emergency gives the Spanish leader extraordinary powers to order new constraints. Hi, I'm Ron Krzyzewski, Chairman and CEO of Stiefel. Financial Advisors, if you're not growing your practice, you're losing market share. Stiefel is a growing, entrepreneurial, advisor-centric firm built for successful advisors like you. Imagine having the resources of the largest wirehouses and the support of the boutique shops, but none of the bureaucracy to get in the way of you serving your clients. At Stiefel, it's your business, your book, your clients. I always tell the advisors we're recruiting, I want you to come to Stiefel and double or triple your business. Most of them laugh and shake their heads, but I'm serious. Don't take it from me. Take it from Stiefel's number one finish in J.D. Power's 2023 U.S. Financial Advisor Satisfaction Study. 
So there's a reason why 148 financial advisors joined Stiefel last year. Come join us and find out why Stiefel is the firm where success meets success. Visit www.choosestifel.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. And now for today's main story. Obesity is a known risk factor for severe complications of COVID-19. But scientists are learning that the link between extra pounds and severe COVID-19 is even stronger than they thought. This week, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said that people who are merely overweight, not just the obese, may be at high risk of serious disease from the infection. The warning, posted on the agency's website on Tuesday, means about two-thirds of Americans could face higher risks. I spoke with health reporter Emma Court about what it means that more people than previously thought could be vulnerable. So why would just having a few extra pounds make you that much more susceptible to serious complications from COVID-19? You know, Laura, it's a really good question. The evidence is still emerging, even on this subject of the the risk of sort of having some extra pounds. You know, we already knew that people who were obese, you know, were at higher risk, you know, are at higher risk for having severe cases of COVID-19. And this is something, you know, doctors noticed pretty early in the pandemic that they were seeing obese people coming into the hospital, you know, being hospitalized at higher rates. Um, And so this is something that's been established for a period of months now. What's new is that the CDC is now saying we have some data to believe people who are overweight could also be at risk for serious forms of COVID-19. I mean, that's a pretty big deal because I mean we're talking about, you know, nearly 72% of American adults are overweight or obese. It's about 40% of American adults are obese, and then about 32% are overweight. So that's a big population here. And that brings up a, a good point of how is the CDC assessing those who are defined as overweight or obese? Yeah, so we're going straight to BMI, you know, body mass index, which is basically just a way of measuring your your weight and your height, you know, and coming up with an index. So it's overweight people have a body mass index of 25 to 30 and obesity is a 30 and higher. So, you know, the example you could give is, you know, if you're a man, you're five foot 11 inches, you weigh 200 pounds, you're considered overweight, you gain 25 pounds, let's say you're, you're considered obese. And, you know, there are a lot of issues with BMI as a, as a measure, but it is the measure that we have right now for, for thinking about people's weight. Um, and that's what the studies that the CDC used to make this determination looked at. They looked at COVID-19 outcomes and BMI, and they found this connection, you know, as BMI went up between that and more severe COVID-19 outcomes. And and how does this differ, say, from some of the other comorbidities of COVID-19? What what is actually the the risk? You know, we, we do know just in general that having, you know, a little extra weight or, or, you know, a good amount of extra weight can be tied to these negative health outcomes. And that's what's made actually untangling this question about obesity so complicated because people who are obese, are obese often have other medical conditions, right, that we know put you at risk for COVID-19. 
um, you know, things like maybe, uh, you know, diabetes, for instance. But we, we know that obesity seems to put you at even higher risk than even just looking at those medical conditions a person may have. In general, we know that these metabolic changes tied to excess weight can reduce the immune system's ability to fight disease. Um, that's what a, I, I spoke to a nutrition professor about. And he noted there are other reasons that people who are, who are obese could have worse health outcomes with COVID-19, things like reduced lung capacity and and sleep apnea. You know, I think the science is, is still emerging on this one, but there has been this concerning trend identified by researchers, which is that people with higher BMIs do seem to have these more difficult experiences with COVID-19. And I think what we should really take away from, from this, even though the science is still emerging, as I've said, is that you know, this idea of who is at risk, I think people like to downplay it and like to silo it and say, oh, it's just people with other medical conditions. I'm healthy. It's all good. And and I think, you know, first of all, people who have medical conditions, you know, like diabetes are people and it's concerning that they would be more at risk for this, number one. But number two, you know, we're now talking about potentially the, the near vast majority of Americans who could be at greater risk from COVID-19. So, you know, to say, oh, it's just this person or that person, like, this is a lot of people we're talking about now here. And what about the inverse argument that now everyone, it seems, is at high risk for serious complications from COVID-19? If you look at how the CDC has presented this information, they're saying, we know that obese people are at increased risk of having serious COVID-19. You know, along in that category is people with cancer, people with COPD, you know, heart conditions, people who are immunocompromised, smokers, people with type 2 diabetes, right? Uh, And then if you look at uh, being overweight, which they say there's a little bit less data for. And so there, you know, people who are overweight may be at increased risk. It's not a certainty at this point. You know, they also include in that category people with asthma, cystic fibrosis, liver disease, people who are pregnant, people with type 1 diabetes. So, you know, the reality is, yeah, a, a lot of people are at risk for this thing. And, and we may only know later, you know, exactly who and, you know, exactly what the consequences are for people who survive COVID-19 as well. So the jury is still out. Now, as you mentioned, population numbers of those who classify as overweight or obese are actually quite high in the United States, including the president of the United States himself, President Trump. How has President Trump's weight potentially affected his experience of or recovery from COVID-19? It's That's a good point. This is a high-profile example of exactly what we're talking about, right? And, um, you know, Trump's physician has said that he is, you know, on the up and up here. But it is worth noting that when it, his diagnosis was announced, there was a lot of concern. He's pretty squarely, in, in terms of the high-risk groups, he's pretty squarely there, right? It's not just BMI, although he's, you know, clinically considered obese, but it's also his age. It's the fact that he's a male. You know, I'm not sure we know that much more about the president's health, but I I think it's important to note, you know, he had a pretty aggressive treatment regimen and it it sparked concerns that maybe he was sicker than we were being told. You know, he was taken to the hospital. You know, we know he was treated with pretty much 
almost all the drugs you can treat a COVID-19 patient with. It's dexamethasone, which is a, a steroid, uh, remdesivir, which is a, a drug that's it's shown to help people who are who are hospitalized, um, and an experimental drug from Regeneron that's an antibody cocktail. How might this new risk of being overweight factor into the development and even, say, the efficacy of a COVID-19 vaccine? Yeah, it's an important subject, right? We've been talking about vaccine development for so many months now. And uh, what we know is that vaccines can be less effective for obese people. So we know that specifically with the flu vaccine, for instance. And this does raise questions about, you know, how should development be handled of these vaccines for certain subgroups like obese people, right? You know, is there a need for vaccine developers to look more specifically at how obese people do in these trials and see if these vaccines actually work as well for them. Um, You know, we are still far from having a clear answer that any vaccine really works at all. um, But that's going to be an important part in rolling out this whole thing, because this is a large segment of the American population, again, as, as, as I've said a couple of times now. Now, many pharmaceutical companies have announced that they are in trials and late stage trials of a potential vaccine, and they have been testing this vaccine on numerous groups. Do we know if they are specifically testing their proposed vaccine on groups that are overweight or even obese? It's a good question. We know that they're at least thinking about it, um, you know, along with this question of diversity of clinical trial population and and uh, age of clinical trial population, it's not totally clear that companies are going to say, we need to have, you know, 70% of clinical trial participants be obese, for instance. Um, but, you know, I spoke with someone involved in uh, the, the work to recruit for these clinical trials. And, and you know, he said it, it is likely that because so much of the population is obese, that that's going to be represented in the trials. In other words, like, Hopefully, because, you know, so many Americans are obese, this will also uh, translate over into into the trials. But, you know, we, we do have reason to worry about this because we know pharmaceutical companies try to make their products look as good as possible. Right. And, and they want someone who's healthy, as healthy as possible to be in this trial in order to show their their products work. So there is a concern that they may be screening for for, you know, to keep fewer obese people in the in these trials. We we don't really have data on that, un, unfortunately. But, you know, there's reason to be hopeful and there's reason to be concerned, I would say. That was Emma Court. And that's it for our show today. For coverage of the outbreak from 120 bureaus around the world, visit Bloomberg.com slash coronavirus. And if you like the show, please leave us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It's the best way to help more listeners find our global reporting. The Prognosis Daily Edition is produced by Topher Forges, Jordan Gaspure, Magnus Henriksen, and me, Laura Carlson. Today's main story was reported by Emma Court. Original music by Leo Sidrin. Our editors are Rick Schein and Francesca Levy. Francesca Levy is Bloomberg's head of podcasts. Thanks for listening.
The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.